0: Joined now by the uh, sports director of 96.7 FM, 1670 AM, the zone out in Madison, Zach Heilbrin on the line, talking a little Badger. Zach, how you been?
1: Pretty good, Bill. How are you?
0: Doing okay. You know, we're all uh, just kind of making do until we get the all clear eventually to go back into the studios, but uh, it looks like they're going to get the all clear eventually out in Madison to get everybody back on campus. Now, uh, I, we, we just learned what the NBA is doing to keep all their guys in a bubble. How difficult do you think it's going to be to keep the entire football team and all the other uh, fall sports in a bubble?
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, right now they have the football and volleyball teams back on campus. That started, they came back to campus last week. They start their voluntary workouts this week. There's heavy restrictions in place. Um, you know, In terms of the weightlifting, usually they'll have 40 or 50 guys in the weight room at a time. Right now, it's limited to two groups of ten at a time, and they're all in their own little space uh, and trying to get the workouts done. They've got—they're not allowing them in the locker room yet. They're uh, having them, you know, come in one one way and leave the other, so they're not passing by guys. It's a—it's a tough thing. And right now, you know, they had about—I think they had a hundred guys there on Monday. Uh, of the one hundred and twenty-three, they're going to be adding a few more in next week, and you know, the basketball teams are going to be arriving back in. The hockey teams going to be coming back in. It's going to be be very difficult but they put this plan together they've had three months to work on it and you know they're going to have positive tests certainly that's has to be expected and you know they'll deal with it when those do come but it's it's a huge undertaking there's no doubt
0: the one thing we do not get a clear indicator of is what happens if you get two or three or five or ten positive tests do you then quarantine a team i mean what happens to your season have they given you any indication any of that
1: they haven't. Um, but I look down at Houston where we saw, I think we six players tested positive and they shut the workouts down. Now other schools have had more than that and they haven't. Um, the goal is, you know, it's going to be the contact tracing. It's going to be who did those people come in contact with and then, you know, getting them in separate places. And you're right. It could be the whole team, right? I mean, cause eventually you're going to have to practice. Uh, you're going to have to practice together and, uh, that could be coming sooner than later. I mean, they're going to be having a vote today. The division one Councils going to be having a vote today on the preseason plan for football, and they could be going to camp as early as the middle of Ju- uh, July. So eventually you're going to have to bring your team together. And uh, that may be where the issues pop up even more now, but I just going back to your previous question in terms of trying to keep everybody, you know, in a bubble, there's no bubble, right? Cause these guys are rooming with uh, at their apartments. They're among the rest of the student population that's, that's in Madison now. And so, it's going to be very, very difficult. I think.
0: Um, what do you do, um, media fans? You know, are, are they just trudging forward as if nothing's going on?
1: Well, fan-wise, they haven't made a decision yet. Now, they—at uh, least for Wisconsin football—they haven't. Um, they sent an email to season ticket holders, or yeah, last week. Uh, eh, it's been two weeks now that said they were going to hold off on issuing single game tickets. And that includes to the game at Lambeau field where they play Notre Dame in early October. Cause they're not sure. They said there's uncertainty around the season and exactly what it's going to look like. They hope to have some clarity on that in the next few weeks. We haven't heard anything yet. So they're not willing to put out single game tickets yet. They, they certainly took our, everyone's money for season tickets. Um, though obviously it would be off in a refund if they don't play, but, that's a, that is another thing that they have to tackle. And I think it's going to be something that's going to come up uh, on Thursday, tomorrow. Uh, Barry Alvarez has this town hall uh, with season ticket holders, and I'm sure that question is going to be raised. Who gets, if you do win it, the attendance, who gets to go in?
0: Right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see what it is they're going to say when it comes to social distancing. And then, obviously, uh, they, have they they haven't addressed concessions or anything like that because you're not going to have vendors walking up and down the aisles and handing stuff out anymore unless it's enclosed ah. wrappers and even then they're not going to be passing it down the aisle so the uh, the question becomes what are they going to do when it comes to say concessions and tailgating and all that kind of stuff right yeah
1: right the tailgating thing I don't know how how big of a control they'll have over that but certainly inside the stadium you're not going to have vendors until look is this all I mean we, we this is all until a vaccine comes or is this for good. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I think it's probably until we find a vaccine for it. But uh, even after that, do we do we have vendors coming up and down and handing stuff out like that? I don't know. Um, But in terms of things, all these decisions I think are still things that they're working through. Their their first goal was to figure out a way to get kids back on campus. It was to get them back working out and uh, together, and um, you know, getting ready for the season. And they're still working, at least my understanding. They're still working on what exactly everything else is going to look like because what we knew three weeks ago I, a month ago there was no chance that that guys are going to be back on campus right i mean that's not going to happen they're not going to be back in the middle of june and, and here we are so um it, it changes day by day we as we've seen over the last three months
0: um the other thing i wanted to ask is what about the bars and restaurants in the areas now has there been anything that's been stated about what they can and can't do say come game day in the fall
1: Well, right now, they're still Dane County's still on its uh, reopening phases, uh, and they're, they're, you know, steadily moving up. But right now, we're we're still in this county, still at twenty five percent of capacity, Um, and some are abiding by it, and some aren't. Uh, But there's no there's no bar stools, so I think I think uh, things downtown could be severely limited if we do stay in this this phase. But um, based on uh, you know, and we'll see what happens with the protests and the the resulting um, positives that I I think we can all agree are probably going to come as a result of it. Um, you know what that looks like, but as of right now, Wisconsin's numbers are continually going down, and Dane County seeing the same thing. So, you know, maybe uh, Dane County will continue to move up, and by game day, what in two and a, what month and a half, two and a half months, uh, yeah. maybe maybe there are people out there uh, and they're allowing people to tailgate. But again, I it seems unlikely that it's going to be the same scene that we normally see on a, on a Saturday, for sure.
0: Talking with Zach Heilpern, sports director of 96.7 FM and 1670 AM, The Zone, out in Madison. This then leads into basketball season, and I know we're concentrating on football because that's the biggest cash cow, but the Badgers get the the Big Ten championship, and then the season shuts down, so now you look towards basketball season in the uh, in the Kohl Center. Uh, are you looking over the fence or anybody looking over the fence right now as to what that season's going to look like?
1: I think the biggest concern there is we've already seen some colleges uh, say that their semester is going to end or in-person classes is going to end uh, at Thanksgiving. They're not going to bring, they're not going to send people all over the country and bring them back. And right. that's about right the time that, you know, basketball is starting to pick up. Obviously, um, you know, you get games in, in early November and um, towards that point, I would be extremely, that, I think that's a significant concern. If uh, say another huge wave hits the entire country and not just you know the spots that are being you know drilled right now Uh, what if New York gets hit again like it did this past year uh, or I should say um, these past few months it's it's uh, gonna be a situation where you may have to to shut that down again and until you get a vaccine I think that's probably the prudent thing to do now I don't I don't know that um, but it would certainly lead me to believe that basketball would be in trouble in that respect and um, it would be too bad, obviously, especially for Wisconsin, who is um, returning everybody but one player off a team and most have them looking at as a top-ten team in the country. Um, but, yeah, I, I, again, I, all these things, and I apologize for just you know pushing it down the road, all these things are just so up in the air because we don't know exactly what things are going to look like two, uh, two weeks from now, much less you know four months from now.
0: Yeah, I was just down in lacrosse, and it seemed like – We had our cigar dinner. People were still socially distancing, but there's a comfort zone where people just kind of want want to get back to the sense of normalcy. So tell me what it's like in Madison right now. I mean, are people crowding into the bars and the restaurants? Are people just kind of saying, okay, we're we're, we're going to feel okay about this? Or is there a a distinct uh, caution in the air?
1: Well, if you go to the – so I had not been out – since March, like early March, uh, because a lot of places obviously were closed and only doing carry out and that type of stuff and uh, went out to the nitty-gritty the weekend before last and, um, you know, they had tables spread out. You could only sit in certain areas and, uh, but it was still, you know, and there was nobody at the bar, but it was uh, a situation where, you know, the servers are wearing masks and you're uh, placed pretty far away from everybody else and capacity is limited to, you know, the 25%, so, Certain places are. It's, it, but I think people are desperate to get out. There's no doubt about that. I, I went up north this past weekend and I certainly saw that at, at a variety of places. And it's, uh, we, we all want to return to normal. Uh, there's, these past, the past three months have not been great, um, obviously. Uh, and I think we're going to potentially see some not so great outcomes as a result of us wanting to get back to normal so quickly.
0: Uh, real quick, uh, your thoughts on the running back position and to what that backfield is going to look like this year.
1: Right now I think it's Nikia Watson. And here's the, here's the thing, you know, without spring ball, it hurt. It, that, that's a position that, that hurt. They could have – Julius Davis from Menominee Falls could have used spring ball. Uh, certainly Nikia Watson could have used spring ball. You know, Garrett Groshert being a senior, probably not. But there's some young guys that needed that, and now they don't have it. And now it's kind of just a – uh, everyone's thrown into a competition in in the fall, and you can throw Jalen Berger, the the four star running back out of New Jersey, in there too. And uh, there's a lot of carries, uh, obviously open. And I think Nikia Watson probably is that guy to start. And then uh, you know Julius Davis, uh, Isaac Garendo, Jalen Berger, all these guys you know have a shot. And the Garendo one is is, is interesting to me because John Settle, the running backs coach out at the uh, at the Rose Bowl, said he reminds him he has all the same physical tools as Jonathan Taylor. And you know, but what made JT special was his vision, and uh, that's something that Garendo starting to you know trying to work on. But that's an open. I think that's one of those races that's uh, fairly wide open. But I would give it to Nikia Watson at this point.
0: Um, You know what? Let's do this. I know we're running a little bit late. I'll take I'll take a break. But I, I wanted to ask you before I let you go uh real quick your thoughts uh, what it's like out there because i know a lot of bus trips come from your direction uh, people wanting to go see uh, brewers baseball you guys talk about it right now what's the prevailing thought in madison i've gotten a taste of it from some of my callers what's the prevailing thought regarding baseball right now
1: me and uh, so i was on the morning show with, with evo this morning here and the past two days there's been not a whole lot of uh Optimism. I think Evo is in the, the camp where there's ninety nine point nine percent sure there's not gonna be a season. I'm 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 hedging a little bit, but I'm I'm looking at I, I got a seventy five percent and our callers when they call in there's not a whole lot of optimism. And it's unfortunate because there was a ton of optimism about a month ago at this time and even last week when you get a when a guy says hundred percent, you'd have a season and he comes back a few days later and says he's not certain. That's gonna right. hit a lot of people hard and it certainly has.
0: No doubt. Zach, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Stay safe,
1: okay? All right. Sounds good, Bill. Thanks.
0: There you go. Zach Heilprin, sports director of 96.7 FM, 1670 AM, The Zone, out there in Madison, Wisconsin. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.